Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Clean Slate Live! That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcast should have a theme song. Podcast should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Hello, everybody. Hi, everybody. Welcome. This is very exciting. We're doing another live YouTube We Got This with Mark and Hal. And we are going to take live questions to be asked and answered. That's right. Uh, Ken's been compiling these from Facebook and from Twitter. And some of these are from last time. They're holdovers. And some of them we're, we're, we may be getting right now. We got some today as it was promoted. Ken, I've muted you. So if you need to speak, just press the space bar. Or just hold things You'll never up talk on a again. sign like Wiley e. Coyote. Yeah. I'd rather right? see stuff on a sign. Yeah. And just make that. Yeah. Hold on. Let me go get my dry erase board. I just hung a dry erase board. I was like, I'm going to be productive. I'm going to get this great big dry erase board. Is in it over kitchen? by the refrigerator? Where, yeah, where did you hang it, it up? Is, it's on the refrigerator, actually. Yeah, Not my really refrigerator here. It's amazing how similar our apartments look, Hal. Yeah. Well, we're next door neighbors. That's true. We open our doors. It's like help that we just have one big apartment. <laughs> and God forbid we have to leave the apartment at the same time because our doors just smack into each other and we can't leave. All that's day. why we're that's really why we're at home we've been trying to leave for 31 days living that laverne and shirley lifestyle yeah why is everyone yeah. else home <laughs> hey do you guys want to go to that concert do you want to start with a topic let's do yeah. it Let me i got a topic for you ding <laughs> oh yeah turn off your ringers and dingers yeah, I, I mean turn off my ringers and dingers we've only been live for 15 minutes but sure it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's 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 locked down everybody's everybody's you know Loopy we've all that. given up. Yeah, we've all given up. All right, do not disturb on. All right. So, speaking of lockdown, this is yes. a this is a topic from Ethan Jones on the Facebook What's up, group. Ethan Jones. Hello, Ethan. And it is: Should you wear pants when working from home? Um, I mean, you don't have to, <laughs> but I like to think that everybody is wearing pants. Because if I know, it's almost like the virus itself. If some people are asymptomatic, as in I can't see them from the chest down, I don't know if they're wearing pants or not. I don't want to have to assume the worst. So I don't want to look at everybody and go, they're having a meeting with me right now and they're not wearing pants. Uh, Okay. First thoughts, Hal? Let's play a game. Okay. I'm going to raise my leg on camera. (laughs) But I want you to guess first whether or not I'm wearing pants because they'll see a bare knee if I'm not wearing pants or you've got shorts on. You're also a, a basketball shorts guy. No, I'm wearing either pants or underwear only. <laughs> what do you uh, think it is? How? Yeah. I love you. Uh, uh-huh. and I'm going to trust that you take our show seriously. Okay. All right. Are you ready? I'm, I'm ready. Slowly lift my leg on camera. This is what everybody's here for. <laughs> slowly happening. Here it comes. <laughs> Pants. Hey, all right. Oh, 
I almost lost my green screen behind me. I was so excited about that. Yeah, I I wear pants. I wear sweatpants. Does that count? Or they say like put on your slacks, put on your je- like je- I haven't worn jeans since the last time I went food shopping. Hey Hal, if yeah. I lifted my leg up right now, you'd see a pair of jeans. <laughs> I'm most comfortable in jeans. It's weird. You're co- okay, but that's where right. I that's how I feel the most comfortable. And also, I there have been days where I'm like I got to get stuff done. So I will get up in the morning. I will make my coffee. I will get dressed, put on a tie and walk around the block and come in. And I highly recommend that. It just, it makes it feel like life is uh, happening normal. <laughs> Not that I put on a tie for regular everyday life, yeah. anyway, but it's like a, it's a little performance of getting stuff done. So I like the idea that somebody sees you and is like, Hey, one of those guys from the adjustment bureau is walking around <laughs> our neighborhood. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to open a door and wind up in in like a Mars or something. Uh, yeah, I think you should wear pants. I, there have been a yeah. couple times this week where I was like, listen, all my meetings are from from here, from like collarbone up. Mm-hmm. Nobody can see. I could like, it's fine. I, I could get away with it, I guess. But there are two things. One, if I had to get up to grab something, mm-hmm. that could be a nightmare. And number two, e- even though they're sweatpants, there is something to every day. I'm going to shower and get dressed, whatever that yeah. is. I'm going to get dressed for work, put on new clothes. Even it's, it's not a question of what you can get away with. I think it's just better to do it even mentally. Like when I'm finished with this, I'm going to take my whole work setup and pack it up and put it away. So, so you, you, uh, you separate your day into segments. You're able to I do try. That. I try yeah. to. Yeah. For, Mine is for, just for one big blur. <laughs> one big blur. You just put on a suit. I put on a suit. I wake up in a suit. Yeah. I don't put it on in the morning. I go to bed in the suit so that I'm ready to start my day. Right. Uh, Hal, though, I think I have a, (laughs) I think I have a solution to your, I don't want to wear pants, but what if I leave something in the other room? What's that? Just pretend. And I would love to see a demonstration of this. Uh, just pretend that you left it, uh, in that basement whose stairs are right behind you. So you want me to put a fake background on? No, I just want to see you do the uh, Bill Irwin uh, walk oh, down the stairs. Sure. And duck away. Like I'll say, oh, it's here. Yeah. Exactly. Hold on. There's, not, there's a wall. Hold on. I'm almost there. Wait, these stairs are slippery. Got it. Uh, that was somehow both worse and better than I hoped it would be. Yeah, I'm Bill Irwin. <laughs> anyway, it's pants. You should wear pants. Yeah, you should wear pants. Uh, let's not give up yet, people. I feel like <laughs> just, yeah. just not wearing pants is like, well, we're all done. I'm here till the zombies get me. No, <laughs> wear your pants. Yeah, asked and answered. Okay, we do have a uh, a comment on the YouTube stream. All right. Live, live comments going. We got that working. Good. Yeah. Please excuse if I'm mispronouncing your first name. Uh, comma Lord wanted to mention that uh, a daughter is just asked me to play the normal podcast theme song because she misses the intro. Oh. So maybe we'll work that out if we do this in the future where we could play back the theme as yeah. we launch this. So people. Uh, well, what we could just do right now for her daughter uh, that wanted to hear the song is we can just sing it, right? Yeah. All right. Podcast should have a theme song. Podcast should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. Yeah, but people, uh, yes, they, they sound, <laughs> forgot they the sound words. good. Yeah, but people are just going to <laughs> skip past it. Hmm. You know what? 
You're all right. right. We got this. We got this. I can't believe I wanted to do that part so badly. This. Uh, oh, you wanted to be the other part? I wanted to be next the other time part. Next time you'll I guess. be the other part. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I think we'll go with playback next time. Great. That's probably <laughs> better. Idea. Oh, that was perfect. <laughs> we nailed that. Yeah. Uh, see a weird, weird green screen water? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Very strange, right? Does my kitchen do that? Nope. <laughs> sure doesn't. Well, we got another question. Uh, okay. So this one's from Twitter. Okay. Mark Holden. Hi, Mark. At best Dolly, Madison or Parton? Best Dolly, Madison or Parton? Are you Googling um, the answer? <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm getting a new background. <laughs> oh, to answer this? Yeah. <laughs> For, well, I mean, I think we both know what the answer is. But I think we do. That, yeah. Because I, I really only know about one of these dollies. I know about one way more than I know about the other. Dolly Madison was she was uh, like the best thing about the Madison household. Right. Um, James Madison was a real stick in the mud, and everybody always wondered why Dolly was like like what's she this like radiant light doing with him? Uh, that mm-hmm. she was just sort of the life of every party. She was this incredible, you know, just raconteur, and she also was the one that in the War of eighteen twelve saved the portrait of George Washington. Right. She was also addicted to snuff, wasn't she? <laughs> that and, sna- I, and snack that cakes. I don't forget. Uh, yeah. That said, as a child of Tennessee, um, wait to see. No, you finally got it. There it is. As a child of Tennessee, everybody knows on this show how much I love Dolly Parton. She is a wizard. She is a super genius. Uh, if you've not heard Dolly Parton's America, the podcast from Jad Abumrad, it's amazing. She gives so much money away. She, excuse me, she has her book club where uh, every, is it every month or, yeah, it's every month until you're five, you get a book. Yep. Anyone in the world that wants to do it. So you have a library of books by the time you're able to, to read. Uh, she is, I mean, she's from my hometown. She's, she's, how? Yeah, I mean, it's Dolly. She's, <laughs> she's an incredible. Here's the thing, like, and and it's sort of the premise for Dolly Parton's America is that she is. I don't know if you want to call it four quadrant or it fills an entire Venn diagram, but the spread of people who like her and are fans of her could not be more different from one another, ideologically, yeah. culturally, almost any way you can think of, age wise, and yet everybody loves her. And she's like this ray of light who's come to earth and done all these wonderful things in, in her time and also created some of the most memorable music. You know, yeah. I mean, the most famous version of any of her songs isn't even hers. That's like the craziest yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know uh, who else did uh, Backwoods Barbie besides her, but uh, I did. You did. Oh, did. And your cover did better than her original. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. In some places <laughs> in this household, it was huge. Dude, uh, it was it was huge in this household as well. And by this household, I mean uh, here in beautiful Dollywood. Yeah. And, and was it Syverston? Uh, Sevierville. Sevierville. Yeah. That's Sevierville, right. Tennessee, named after John Sevier, not because of the climate. Yeah. Dolly Parton asked and answered. Yes. <laughs> What's next? Now go back to I, my I, kitchen. I do like how the uh, how the YouTube uh, <laughs> comments back to your kitchen. called it. Mark, that you were going to, of course, go Tennessee. Of course. Yeah. 
Now I'm back in Hell's Kitchen. Hey, Hell's Kitchen. That's my favorite New York neighborhood. That's where Daredevil lives. Yeah. <laughs> Hell's Kitchen. Uh, from Facebook, hey, Ethan Facebook. Jones. Ethan, what's up? Ethan. A second. Asks, sock shoe, sock shoe, or sock, sock, shoe, shoe? Man, I guess, here's the thing. Whichever one you do, I bet the other one feels super weird. Because to me, it's sock, sock, shoe, shoe. So the idea of having one foot with a shoe and a sock and the other foot completely bare, I don't know what I would do with myself. I have heard that with a baby, it is mm-hmm. better to do sock, shoe, sock, shoe, because you put the sock on. And then while you're trying to put the other sock on, baby takes the first sock off. Right. And I think somebody may have commented that on Facebook. I think that might have been uh, uh, where, where I because I, I read like some responses. So this is baby specific or this is just as an adult, what do I do? This is also how Jennifer puts Hal's socks and shoes on. (laughs) Yeah. Jennifer puts one sock on and then she starts to put the other sock on. I'm like, look, a sock. And I take it off my foot (laughs) and then I put it on my head because it's like a hat. And then I have a hat on. And then she takes a picture because you're so adorable. (laughs) Yeah. And she posts it to a support group for other people (laughs) with uh, infantilized adults as as spouses. I think uh, you, you have to do that with a baby. But as mm. an adult, <laughs> put on your socks. Because why? Where? First of all, are you keeping them in the okay, same Okay, so place? it's not it's not me that uh, sock shoe and one foot still bare does no. seem odd. Okay, so that seems odd to a lot of people, I would assume. It raises more questions than it answers. Because either you're keeping your shoes by your bed or you keep mm. them in your closet. Like we keep our shoes in the front. Because mm-hmm. we take our shoes off just to keep the carpet in some shape. Sure. So their socks are on. It. <laughs> you will take your shoes off in my house. Listen. Yeah. So the socks go on far be- long before shoes are even in the equation. Plus, if you let's say you get halfway through, you're like, "Oh, I forgot something." Are you going to like lopsided waddle back to get it? Because there's a, there's a height differential. Even whether you're wearing flats or high heels, it's a little bit different. That just seems like uh, I don't I don't know anybody who does sock shoe sock shoe. <laughs> you do, Ken. I you do. do sock shoe sock do. shoe. What I do. So uh, look at your office. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason I you do, do that, sock shoe sock I, shoe. I do. You and Ethan is Ethan the only other one? And the well, Ethan didn't voice a preference one way or the other hmm. yeah, he just put the these, question some forward of these that, that are that seem like a why is this even a question i don't judge our fans are, like that one person wants us to validate a thing yeah they're like this is okay it's it's sock shoe sock yeah. shoe right it's sock shoe sock shoe right hold on just like, over just like mommy did right it's how mommy did it mommy did it's gonna be that, right Ken? so the reason i do that is that i it aggravates me if a sock isn't completely fitted like tight to the foot what me i put my shoe on mm-hmm. so i don't want it loosening up while i'm putting the other sock on i like to ex- lock it in place can can with the shoe loosen that quickly it's a thing and it aggravates me if it okay. even loosens a little bit so i want to cut that off immediately but, by locking it down as soon I mean, as that sock it, is in place the shoe goes on all right boy it is it is also you know, 
a one minute process to do both of them. It's not like I'm agonizing over it. Like it's some intense thing that I have to concentrate on. It's just sock, shoe, sock, shoe. The more you describe it, the more I realize how right Mark and I are because either you know, you're, you can get new socks that don't flop. Yeah. Like, are you walking around your house if you have your socks on, like the cat in the hat with these big floppy feet? <laughs> like, instantly your socks are going crazy yeah. on you? Like, I don't, I'm picturing, I don't, I don't, like, I don't, it's like the Indiana Jones passing the uh, the <laughs> idol and putting the sandbag. It's like, I don't, I don't, I don't walk around in, I don't walk around in my socks in my home. What do you walk around, no? barefoot? Or you put your shoes on? It barefoot or slippers. I'm not wearing my socks that I want oh. to put into my shoes, so I'm not wearing them out. Are you wearing slippers right now? No, I'm not wearing slippers right now because I'm I wearing pants in... right now. <laughs> yes, I am wearing pants. What's right in now. the basement behind you? <laughs> yeah, we check. <laughs> oh, he's going backwards. <laughs> oh, I have a slide. Um, oh, cool. All right, but look, it's definitely sock, sock, shoe, shoe. Yeah. I mean, you just heard the ramblings of a lunatic <laughs> as to why it must be sock shoe, sock shoe. Yeah. And you need to ask yourself, Ethan, and everybody else out there, is that is do you want to be bound to the floppiness of your socks that way? You can get new socks. I get I when my socks get worn out and they get they don't hold anymore, guess what? Bye bye socks. I mean Donate I them? do do you have any sentimental socks? I don't anymore. I have a pair. I have pairs that are really comfortable, but once like if they get holes, they're gone. Yeah, and and if they if they get loose, they're gone. I can't. I don't. Not anymore. Okay. Do you? I have do a. I, I do. I have a section that is untouched. They're just in their rolls, but they are uh, that they were like gifts. Like uh, I got some Batman socks when I booked uh, the Batman job. So I have those. Mm-hmm. Katie gave me some Ren and Stimpy socks. And I like those. So those get stashed. And then I have the Charlie Chaplin socks that I wore to my eighth grade graduation. Oh. Uh, I still have the, they were chart. They had Charlie Chaplin on the side of them. And for years, they were my special occasion socks for like all of high school years. Wow. Uh, yeah. Had Charlie right. Chaplin on my socks and I still have them. And I can't believe they don't have holes in them. That said, I still put those on one at a time before I put a shoe over them. <laughs> Asked and answered. Asked and answered. It's weird that we're not picking up on each other's mics. Well, we have that baffling between us. Oh, right. That green line. The picture I took shows more of my kitchen than my actual <laughs> live camera does. You Yours looks Eagles fake, fans Hal. Welcome. It does look fake. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even. Yours know looks like a weird angle. Way. Like the angle's all wrong. Like the perspective is incorrect. Um, I feel like let's at get... some point I I should break out some glasses during this and show people the collector's glasses. But we'll we'll get to that. They're pretty. Oh, good. is it going to turn into show and tell? Yeah. Oh no, God <laughs> no. no! Ken will be here all night. Yeah, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> tour. So our next question is from yes. Kathy Thurber. Hi, Kathy. It's hey, Kathy. Hoodies, pullover, or zip front? Ooh. Ooh, um, a hundred percent zip front for me. Explain uh, to me. Okay, I I get a zip front. Uh huh. Zip front is jacket with a zipper, no hood. Yeah. Hoodie is is a pullover with a hood. Pullover is a hoodie without a hood. No, this is two things. This is hoodie colon oh. not hoodie comma. You yeah. know. Yeah. I have a, like a fair amount of both. 
Mm-hmm. And I enjoy having the pullover one on because really? I put it on because I know it's going to be cold somewhere. So I put it on. I don't have to worry about like the zippers open a little bit or any, like I don't have to keep it zipped up. It's made like that. So I'm kind of sealed in. Like, but it depends. Like it's nice to wear the zippered ones too and be yeah. able to open them up. But I find like my favorite hoodies that I own are pullovers now. And they probably used to be the other way around where they were zippered. For me, it's always the zipper because that's just – sorry, I'm picking another background now. Uh, oh, sure. That's the, that's the new game that we're uh, playing. Uh, and this was the first thing I thought of when you said hoodie. <laughs> For me, it's uh, – the, the one benefit that a pullover hoodie has is that there's no zipper break in the front pocket. So the right. front pocket is one big, wide, open thing like, like the back pocket on a pheasant hunting jacket. I don't pheasant hunt though. Uh, and I love, I love an, I guess a, a pullover hoodie to me feels like I'm wearing a regular zipper hoodie and I've got it like stiflingly tight. Okay. But you say that yours, is it, but it, it was different when you were young. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was, uh, now we're just playing with the ridiculous ones. I love it. You said when you were younger, it was the zippered ones that were, that you enjoyed more? Not even younger. I'd say in the last like 10 years, but well, I. you were younger, 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, but that is, that is, <laughs> brother, you ain't, you ain't lying. <laughs> but I think I've, I've come to like when it's hoodie time, I guess it does depend. There are times like if it, it look as if, practically a zippered one makes more sense i think that's and that's i think what we're looking at i understand that there's some like some just like magical sweaters that are just the most comfortable thing in the world for you and you just you just get in it and you you're like this is my thing but if we're trying to do this objectively what right oh it's me and my dad at a bar mitzvah in 1989 (laughs) was that a dot matrix print yes from the mall like as as a thing yeah, That's man, you made this. me lose my train of thought again. I look like um, a psychotic. Sorry, you were saying? You do look like a psychotic. Um, but aside from the ones that are just like uh, nostalgia sweatshirts, I right. think the, uh, practically speaking, the zipper, it's easier to get on and off. Mm-hmm. There are benefits, I think, to the, having two, two front pockets instead of one big one. Though I think that it's a net benefit to have the one big wide one. Um, yeah. For space. Um, Although that, that one... The, that one big pocket is generally like straight across mm-hmm. as opposed to the two side pockets are kind of angled down a little bit more. So you, you get, there's, it does feel like there's, yeah. and then it, then it's gone. If you, yeah. you know, as long as those two side seams are at least half a phone high. Yes. Uh, but I think generally speaking, I think the zipper hoodie is going to wind up being the superior choice. You know, I have to, I went into this, like my favorite hoodie is my pullover Sixers hoodie. It's really mm-hmm. warm. I like that it's snug. I love like the pocketed. I, if I, when I was traveling, when any of us were traveling, yeah. I would go to Philadelphia in the winter. That would be my jacket. Like I could wear it as a mm-hmm. jacket and it would keep me warm. But the warmest jacket I have is a zippered Trader Joe's hoodie. There you go. Yeah. I think it's zippered. Yeah. Asked it and answered. Asked and How, answered. Can you go back to that photo of you with your dad? Yeah, of course. Very important. Why are people commenting about it? Just go back to it. Because it looks like your dad is a ventriloquist holding you as his dummy. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, yeah, and that's the act right photo. Here. Why does it look like this? <laughs> it's going to zoom in on Hal's face very slowly, and then it's going to switch to the negative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Like this adorable kid, it zooms in. Dun, dun. <laughs> 
<laughs> so those eyes suddenly become like green lit. Yeah, it's like a Bauhaus video. Lugosi's <laughs> dead. It's just pushing in. Undead, undead, undead. Uh, all right, Ken, what's we, our next topic? We have a a topic from the uh, live chat from what's Nicole Horning. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Uh, and it is mustache alone or mustache with soul patch? <laughs> mustache with soul patch. <laughs> mustache with soul patch. Mustache alone? <laughs> My dad. When I was a kid in the eighties, mustache uh-huh. and soul patch, Frank Zappa. I'm still going Mark Marin. Uh, <laughs> you know what this was? This was not a deliberate thing. This was a, oh, I'm tired of this beard. So I shaved this morning and I got to this point and something in my hand with the razor went, no, nah, man, stop here. <laughs> so I did. Yeah. You're going to be streaming tonight. Yeah. People need to see this. <laughs> it looks like you have the one mustache and then a smaller mustache that's just in the on deck circle. Like, yeah. hey, if that other it's mustache disappears, oh, it's, so it's like a baby stash. Anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here we go again. <laughs> Bat stash. Do the listeners know? Do the people of the world know about the terrorizing that I got from you and the creators of uh, Cards Against Humanity on a yeah, boat one night? Well, it's worth it's worth mentioning again for people who have not heard the story before. I um, decided for it? one night that I was going to have. A pencil thin mustache for a yeah. like fezzes and old timey dandies party, uh, which and turned I, out to be the mistake <laughs> of my life. I started roasting you, just coming up with lines. I think throughout the evening, yeah. And then we we wound up in the performers lounge. It was you and me, the writing staff of Cards Against Humanity, and Paul Saboran, mm-hmm. and it just became everybody taking turns, yeah, trying to come up with lines about your mustache. And I don't know the last time I laughed that hard. Like all of yeah. us, and you as well. You loved it. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. You had the best time. If it you was, weren't uh, enjoying it, it would not be fun. No, no, no. It was, uh, I was, I was very tickled. By, uh, do you remember any of them? Yeah, but none that I could say. Oh, yeah. There's, there were only the dirtiest ones. <laughs> uh, it was a lot of I, like, you look like an evil landlord. Yeah, there was a lot of like, uh, hey, did you get that family from that Sam Shepard play to sign that document yet? (laughs) (laughs) That was one. Yeah, you look like a guy who ran on like the segregation platform. (laughs) Jesus. I did did also have a bow tie. Yes, you did. Um, I mean, with this, you look like a Southern lawyer. Yeah, this, this is, is this, this is okay, right? Better than just a mustache. I think it looks fine. I, look, right. you you grow in facial hair well, so however you configure it Thanks. looks good. At least for that pencil fast. thin mustache. Yeah, that one was pretty silly. No matter what you do with your facial hair, you always look like it's an awesome character. <laughs> well, I do thank you there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, get, put that soul patch in there. Asked and answered. Dennis LaChapelle. Hello, Dennis. Sure. Asks, is it called dinner or is it called supper? Aren't they different meals? I think like in some like classical sense, they're different meals. Like okay. dinner was like the name for lunch and then supper was. But I think this is nowadays parlance. Um, okay. And one is clearly more ubiquitous than the other, which kind of makes me a fan of supper. Because if you ask someone, hey, do you want to get supper? You'd be like. Yeah, I want to get supper. You know what I mean? Like you can blow off like, hey, we should get dinner. Yeah, yeah, let's get dinner. It's like, hey, we should get supper. You know what? Immediately we should get supper. What was it in each of your households growing up? Um, to my uh 
I think actually it was supper growing up more than dinner. Was it supper um, and dinner or supper time and dinner time? I maybe. Uh, also, if you're a fan of a, it's a good man, Charlie Brown, it's always supper time. Yeah. yeah. Super pepper upper supper. This is a great song. Yes, it I is. Love supper. Yeah, I don't remember. I think it was a mix when I was a kid. How? It was dinner. It's always been yeah. dinner. Supper sounds light. Like, oh, should we have a supper? <laughs> it's, a, it's a watercress consomme and a, 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 a Parmesan wafer. And then we're going to finish it off with a strawberry. And that's it. Just one strawberry. <laughs> Did you end that with a comma and then uh, with a strawberry? Mm-hmm. Yes, because supper is, is incomplete. No is man, supper. Oh, I'm a text Dude, from my father. Oh, the, the last supper, man. That's the great, the big supper. That was a great big supper. It was a seder. Yeah, that's a big supper, right? No, that's dinner, and that's you have to di- wait. Oh, the more religious you are, <laughs> the longer you have to. Passover is rough. It is rough because you, just you have go to sit there like, not as a kid. Eating. That you smell like brisket and the soup is cooking and you know you're getting food at some point. But Why are you smelling like brisket? Because – no, no. You smell it because it's being made in the kitchen oh, and you're near oh, the kitchen. I thought you said so you smelled food, like it. No. The food has been cooked. I, I think, I, I I think go, he said, he said you, you smell, comma, like, comma, brisket. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. You smell all the food that is going to be coming and it all smells amazing. And then you have to hear the story – of how Moses led the Israelites out of Egypt. You gotta, yeah. But it is um, not like a... And do you end by saying thank you? Yeah, we do that, but it's time to eat. I appreciate <laughs> it. Look, Moses, thank you. Eliyahu, there's your chair. Where's the food? I'm very yeah. hungry. No, I get so it. So hungry. As a kid, like you're not... And then like being the youngest male, you have to you have to ask the four questions. And... As a kid, is it like, done yet? Is it done yet? Is it done yeah. yet? And is it done yet? You sort of, you sort of like perform it a little bit, and then what? as you get older, when you're like fourteen, fifteen, you're like, can somebody have a a son or Hell, something around you, here? Uh, can you give us your best performance of one of the four lines? I give you. I'll give you. I'm just opening. pimping you all kinds of things. Do you want me to do it as a kid? Yeah, do it as kid Hal. All right. Miko, hallelo. It was like that. Nice. <laughs> you know, you do the whole thing, but you have to do it four times. And then you're like, all right, I asked the questions. And then the, the head of the table has to answer it. And you're not even, I don't even think you're halfway done then. Uh, by the like, way, I didn't, I didn't know that that was you answering the question. I thought that the Hebrew song was like the lead-in music to you. Asking yeah, I thought it question. went suddenly really metal. I did not metal. realize it was exactly the question itself. <laughs> no, you're saying why is this night different from all other nights? And then it's like right. on other Cause nights. Because it's, it's Passover. Yeah, yeah. On other nights we sit at the table. The, tonight we recline, which isn't true. We're all sitting in chairs. Well, the other nights you have uh, bread or matzah. Tonight we have only matzah. And then you find out through the answers what you knew from last time. Yeah. I didn't forget. <laughs> I remembered because I remember how hungry I was. Yeah. But look, look I watch I watch uh, Christmas Carol every year. And every time uh-huh. I watch a Christmas Carol, Scrooge doesn't remember at the beginning of the story that he's a good person by the end. It, it's an annual thing, man. It resets. He's back in the counting house. 
what do you think that movie is? A it's not Groundhog story? Day. <laughs> it's just one story told over and over again. Yeah, it's imagine how imagine if he has to start grumpy every single time. He'd be <laughs> so pissed off. He would by like the third time, he would kill Tiny Tim. Oh my he God. would murder him and say, "All right, I don't feel bad anymore. All right, come on, Reaper, throw me in the ground. I'm gonna enjoy this." This is this is a very Ayn Rand version of this that you Yeah. Uh, Boy, what day is it? Dumps chamber pot. Oh my god. Fooled you. <laughs> oh, now I'm covered in what? A turkey as big as me. You're not gonna throw crap on me again, are you? <laughs> no, come closer. Come oh. closer, child. Right. Just are you gonna throw me sixpence? Dump. Oh. Did you ever see John Hodgman's Ayn Rand Christmas Carol, actually? I've said, no, I I've seen as, him I was saying. as Ayn Rand, though. It was great. Uh, it was She Comes as the Ghost of Jacob Marley, just to say, you're doing everything right. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. It was very funny. And Paul, Paul Rudd was playing, uh, was playing Ebenezer Scrooge. It was a bizarre show. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, all right. Uh, so was, was that asked and answered? Yeah, dinner. Uh, yeah, I think it's dinner. I, I mean, it's dinner. I wanted to give supper a fair shake, but sure. because I do love like it just makes it sound special to me. But you know the, what? Like, the last dinner sounds like a Sopranos episode. The last supper sounds like uh, the Passover where they uh, they uh, Judas betrayed uh, Jesus. Any meal? I just special. listened to Jesus Christ Superstar. Every meal is special if you're there. Hey, look at that! Thanks. Every meal is special if you're there, Hal. Thanks, buddy. Whether we're having dinner or supper or we're not having second supper. breakfast. <laughs> what if we have dinner and then second supper? All right, I'm into it. Well, then we're going to have to squeeze the supper in there, too. Oh, is that what you call it when we go out to a diner after a show? Exactly. Is that's that supper? supper. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I do yeah. like supper. But right? it's dinner is the meal after Dinner lunch. is, the, yeah. You, uh, restaurant signs don't say breakfast, lunch, and supper. Though more should. <laughs> All right. Next up. Next topic is from E.J. Salazar. Hey, what's up, E.J.? Hi, E.J. In roulette, should you bet on black or red? Do you have a go-to? You have gambled. Do you have one that you always bet on? I mean... Yeah. The instinctual, you bet on one or the other. I want to hear Mark's answer first. Well, I saw Passenger 57 as a kid, and I just remember the trailer to that movie. Wesley Snipes turns to the camera, and he goes, uh, you play roulette, always bet on black. And it was the most badass line in that movie. So every time I've ever played roulette, I just go up and put money on black. You know, uh, you know how Wesley Snipes did with money, right? <laughs> I just want to be sure. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. very talented. Yeah, he did not pay his taxes, which always kept him in the black. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Yeah, I I don't have – I don't like roulette because you have almost no – there isn't even a fantasy that you have any control over anything. You're just waiting for a marble to land. So if I'm going to do it, it will be like the minimum amount, and I probably would pick – I would just look at the board and go like uh, red 17. All right, black 9. I would just pick one and put it on there, but I, I mm-hmm. it's that scares me. I'd rather play blackjack or poker or craps just because I want to roll the dice. I don't understand that game at all. Yeah. And I get sad when I can't roll the dice anymore. I like the little <laughs> stick that they use to get the dice over. 
And then you're like, all right, let's go. Everybody likes you. And then they don't like you. And then you leave and go to the buffet where everybody wins. (laughs) And then you particular go to the poker table. That's right. I go to the uh, poker table. Do you, I'm, I'm beginning to realize, though, now, do you like gambling because of all the little toys? That's the part of it. and the dice and the chips and the cards. The chips? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's fun to, like, it's a rush to win yeah. money. And then um, it goes away, and you're like, oh, I'm bad at this. I shouldn't do this. You're and pretty you good don't. at poker, though. I'm okay. Are you good at, I the, was, rest, I was you good at the rest okay. of Vegas, like the other card stuff? No, I'm okay. I understand blackjack, but you're mm-hmm. really at the mercy of what cards come. All you can do yeah. is make the best possible. Like any any game where there are rounds, all you can do is make the best possible decision based on the information you have. True in right. poker and true in blackjack. Yeah, I remember uh, my ex from uh, forever ago, our former castmate Jen. Mm-hmm. Uh, she loved this move, and I thought it was such a great move. Which is whatever money if you made a few because it was never. It was always less than a hundred bucks. Like uh-huh. we, we were never going crazy in casinos. Sure. Um, but whatever you made, if you were coming away on top, as you're walking out, that stack goes to roulette on either red or black. <laughs> and then you walk out with either double the money or uh, the night was a wash. How many times did you walk out with double the money? Uh, twice. Out of how many times? Out of four. So 50-50. Oh, wow. This was, I never did this. She did this. She did it. Yeah. Uh, this was never me. But she, yeah, it was about 50-50. She, uh, she uh, got the money. Well, that's impressive. I would bet on black too, though, if I had thought about it. Yeah. Just to go back to the question, because it's, of Passenger but, 57. Yeah. At least your first bet, pay respect to Wesley Snipes. Although that is such a weird, like it's a really good line for him yeah. to deliver. But in the movie, he sets it up himself. Like yeah. he's had this loaded up. He's like, so do you play, uh, do you play roulette? It's like the saying, he might as well have said, do you like apples? I'm going I'm to shoot you and all your friends. How do you like them apples? Wait, hold on. You're supposed to say you like apples. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Okay. Hold quick. On. Say knock, 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 knock. Yeah. Oh, wait, <laughs> shoot. Did you ever go to Vegas? Do you like casino? Hold on. I'll call you back. <laughs> Still working on it. All right. Black, asked and answered. What's next? Yeah. Hey, Jay Keith. Hey, Helen. Hey, you've got another true-false quiz for me? Yep. Our trivia podcast, Go Fact Yourself, used to be in front of a live audience. True. Turns out that's not so safe anymore. Correct. Next. Unfortunately, this means we can no longer record the show. False. The show still comes out every first and third Friday of the month. Correct. Finally, we still have great celebrity guests answering trivia about things they love on every episode of Go Fact Yourself. Definitely true. And for bonus points, name some of them. Recently, we've had uh, Ophira Eisenberg, plus tons of surprise experts like Yardley Smith and Suzanne Summers. Perfect score. Woo-hoo. You can hear Go Fact Yourself every first and third Friday of the month with all the great guests and trivia that we've always had. And if you don't listen, well, then you can go fact yourself. That's the name of our podcast. Correct. Woo-hoo. Hi, I'm James, host of Minority Corner, which is a podcast that's all about intersectionality. It's hosted by James with a guest host every week. Discussing all sorts of wonderful issues, nerdy and political. Pop culture. Black, queer, feminism. Race, sexuality. News. You're going to learn your history, their self-empowerment, and it's told by what feels like your best friend. Why should someone listen to Minority Corner? Why not? Oh my God, free stuff. There's not free stuff. The listeners of Minority Corner will enjoy some necessary LOLs, but 
but mainly a look at what's happening in our world through a colorful lens. People will get the perspective of marginalized communities. I feel heard. I feel seen. Like you said, you need to understand how to be more proactive in your community, and this is a great way to get started. Join us every Friday on Max Fun or wherever you get your podcast. Minority, Minority Corner, because, because together we're the majority. Next topic is from Nicole Ansel. Hello, Nicole. Oh, hi, Nicole. And it is for window coverings, blinds or curtains. Hmm. I'll tell you, I'm behind me. I have blinds, not right now, mm-hmm. but I uh, I generally prefer blinds because to me, curtains just they they make a room smaller. It feels like. What do you think, Hal? Well, I'm going to show you what I think it's going to be behind me right now. Oh, here's why I like blinds. We have, Mm -hmm. I've had horizontal blinds can, can go screw because they don't keep the, the whole point of them. Wait, you horizontal blinds you don't like? You like the I don't like horizontal blinds. I don't like vertical blinds either. I don't like blinds at all because they're so, horizontal blinds are maybe a little bit better at keeping the light out, but Uh in general, like get some curtains and Mm -hmm. close them and you will like, you're doing it to keep the light out. Right. So get something that actually does that. Even so vertical blinds, the problem is you have gaps in between them. They don't form a perfect surface right. to, to block out light. Problem with horizontal uh, blinds is they have holes poked in them. So even when you turn them one way or the other, because that's where the pulley system works, yeah. you're getting light through that way too. So neither of do them you have, are. Does, do you have a window uh, that is in direct sunlight that it just like – that you really have to look out for it coming through. Oh yeah. 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 The, Jennifer's side of the bed faces a bunch of like a windowed area mm-hmm. and it has the, the vertical blinds, but we've hung different that we've hung curtains. We had black mm-hmm. up curtains out, uh, out uh, on for a while that worked really well. Now, like there's a backdrop that she uses for zoom calls. She puts it in and it blocks out most of the light, but yeah. that's the whole point, right? Is privacy one. Right. And they all do a decent job of privacy. You, certainly with blinds, you get a little bit more. You can like give like a little peek into what's going on. Oh, what's, sure. what's, oh, oh, the yeah. blinds are partially open. What is, oh, look, they, one of them got caught. Let me, if Hal, if I look out the window and, or like judge doom's gun is poking through like in, uh, <laughs> that's what I always think of when blinds are separated. I'm like, watch out. It's judge doom's guns going to fit right through there. <laughs> um, yeah. I, you know, what's funny. I, first of all, I agree with you. I think that at least good quality thick curtains can keep the light out. Uh, maybe it's because my apartment is not huge that I'm like, uh, curtains will just make this room seem smaller. Right. That said, the theatrical sentimentalist in me, <laughs> the one who has never taken a blinds call, but has taken a curtain call. And you've done it here. Right there on that stage. Uh, there's something magical about a red curtain. That's right. Even a black curtain, like the upstage, just an, that empty space of the stage. I was thinking strictly at home, but you had that red curtain up behind you and it was instantly like, oh yeah, the red curtain is, uh, is home. So yes. curtain. And, yeah. and for when, for windows too, it's just a more effective means of blocking out light and you can dress it. You can sort of draw it back. You have a, mm-hmm. a lot more options of how you can customize it. I found some like, here's how rotated it is. I do have curtains in the bedroom that I got made. I I did well cut in half. I didn't get them made, uh, but they were 
tree. They're like uh, leaves and I have a tree right outside. So it sort of blends into the room. You can play around with stuff like that, I think is fun. Um, uh, Do you like them when they go all the way to the floor? That maybe is what just drives me crazy. And what makes a space feel small is when a curtain hasn't been like trimmed or, Mm -hmm. you know, hemmed under to the right size. I used to like, man, I used to clean dog hair out of that pile of curtain that just collected on the floor. I, you know what I mean? Like that thing, that, that curtain on the floor thing's a pain. You want the best possible version of whatever it is. I think curtains need to be hemmed. They need to be like off the ground a little bit. As long as they're blocking out light, they shouldn't need to like pile like a, like a, a Royal Cape. Right. Yeah. It's not, it's not, you're not, my window isn't getting married. It doesn't need a train. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, yeah, that, that red curtain, man. I think, uh, I think it's the curtain. Ask and answer. Yeah. There it is. All right. That worked. I'm going to take that off. Ken, what's next? So next. That worked. <laughs> it's not a competition. No, I still have not. ET behind me. I know. Hi, ET. Uh, we have a topic from Shelly Godifran. Oh, hi, Shelly. Hi, Shelly. And it is Campbell's or Progresso Soup? Okay. Hmm. Hold on. Let me get my background image ready. Oh, I thought you were looking up your little soup journal that you've kept. Uh, yeah, hold on. I have my soup <laughs> journal. Um, no, Tomato I think... Today. Uh, what do you, how, how you get started while I'm doing this? Um, I get what people would like about Progresso. Let's start there because it is not, uh, Campbell's is, is kind of like the soup brand that everybody, if you think of soup, you think of Campbell's soup. I think when, when you think of canned, it's, it is good. It's been around for well over a hundred years at this point. Mm-hmm. It was immortalized by Andy Warhol and his paintings of the cans, but also it's just like, Everybody knows that the label looks like Progresso is a heartier soup. I found a little bit fatter cans. Scotch fry. Oh, yeah, that's the original set. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I think Progresso is a fine soup, but Campbell's is. It's like it's the soup. If, like, if, if Campbell's you want, a soup. If, if, yeah, we, and we are we are proving to be real brand loyalists on this show, I realize, in a lot of ways. But that I don't think is a bad thing. It's just, you know, that's what we get. And uh, I grew up on Campbell's soup and it uh, soup to me uh, denotes home mm-hmm. and comfort. And you want the version that's homey and comforting. Progresso makes great soup. I like their soups. I like their low carb soups that they make. I did a lot mm-hmm. of those back in the day. But like, I mean, Andy Warhol painted Campbell's cans for a reason. They are Americana. And I'd like to point out one thing that Progresso does not have. I'm looking at it behind me on this thing to see if, well, uh, I was hot looking to see bean. if they had, I was looking hot dog bean is pretty great. I was looking to see if they had cream of mushroom because that is used in everything. Campbell's cream of mushroom soup. You can cook any casserole with it. Mm-hmm. Except my mother does not like mushrooms. And I know you don't like mushrooms either, Hal. I don't. So when it was time to make green bean casserole during Thanksgiving, what did my mother use instead of uh, cream of mushroom soup? This, which is barely soup at all. Wow. It is a step above ballpark nacho sauce. Oh, God. Or maybe even not above, a step laterally. Like if you are eating a bowl <laughs> of that, 
Yeah. I guess the idea is that it's like that German beer cheese soup that, you know, you dip a big pretzel in like at a smorgasbord. Mm-hmm. But that in a casserole of green beans and French's crispy fried onions, it's so delicious and so oh. heavy and uh, so not good for us. That sounds amazing. And my mom would get mad at us when she would have the can of cheddar cheese soup opened while making that on Thanksgiving. And we would run over with tortilla chips and dunk them in it like it was ballpark nachos. <laughs> yeah. So every once in a while you get a corn fleck in your, uh, in your green <laughs> that's, bean. That's texture. Do you ever, do you feel like Progresso really tried to hang their hat on we have, we're, we make really good minestrone soup? I feel like that is their main, like, hey, that's the, yeah. Nobody else is doing minestrone. Let's let's corner that because people yeah. are clamoring for their minestrone, which is it's a it's a fine soup. It's a great minestrone soup. Yeah, but it's Campbell's, but, man. Come on, look, yeah. Hal's Hal's favorite comfort food: chicken and dumplings. Mmm, there it is. Yeah, try to grab it up your screen. Oh my my favorite me, comfort food: hot dog bean. It took me <laughs> years of making Campbell's soup until I realized what the condensed meant. On the oh, can, you're to add and water. you're supposed to add a can of water oh to it. God. You shouldn't add a whole can, though. That's like too much water. I mean, you're going to eat it anyway. It's like you're eating less of it. Because that you, was the other thing about when Progressive add things was the fact that you didn't have to add water. That the soup hmm. is what you got. It's it's made. It's not diluted. It is diluted. It's just diluted at the factory. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I would argue that you get twice as much soup with Campbell's. That's right. Right. That's Twice that's the New York living and, in you coming and, out. And you know what else? You know what else you don't get? You know what else you don't get from uh, from those good people at Progresso? What's that? Hot dog bean, <laughs> an oyster. Hot dog bean and and oyster stew. Hot dog bean and oyster stew were the best pitcher catcher combo of the 1890s. What is, <laughs> what is Scotch broth? Scotch broth. Uh, it's, it's, it's a hearty uh, soup. It says it right on it. It's hard boiled broth wrapped in sausage. And then deep fried. What does it say on the hot dog bean? Stout harding soup? Stout hearted soup. And then there are manhandlers. It's got two martinets on either side, right? I'm trying to read this backwards. It's got two martinets holding up the stout hearted soup sign. Oh, hold on. Wait, Mark, lean to your left. Sorry, other your right. So the New England clam chowder, it says, important, add whole milk. Oh, I would have screwed oh. that up. <laughs> Important. Oh. So I would have added a can of water to that. That's a mistake. Oof. Don't do that. Don't add whole milk <laughs> to your soup. Whew. I wish every can what of everything can? said. Important, add whole milk. You open up a can of uh, peas and carrots. Oh, God, add, add whole milk quick. I'll tell you that family pack of Oreos I have behind yeah. me. That, you add whole milk to that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's like when you, when you open up the Doritos bag and just push the nacho cheese button. Here's just a condensed can of clams. You just add some milk to it and eat it. Yeah. It's just that not often on packaging do you see a parenthetical notation on the this front is, of the packaging right. for it's the scotch broth. <laughs> a hearty soup. Wait, what is uh, Does it say manhandlers it says, across Yeah, it, it says manhandlers and, and then it says scotch broth. <laughs> a hearty soup. When you need a thick soup, put it in your belly. Scotch right. broth. It's a hearty soup. What's in it? Hardy's. <laughs> Hardy's uh, roast beef sandwiches? Hardy's. No, no, no. Yeah, we grind them up. Beef hearts. Beef heart. It's hearty. Yeah. Loaded with hearts. It tastes, tastes super hearty. Um, <laughs> you didn't have the water. Right. Do we have time? We have time for one more, yeah? Yeah. Let's do uh, it. So, Avery Krause asks, 
thick cut or regular cut bacon? Hmm. How thick? Like the millionaire's bacon. That's thick. The millionaire's bacon that we have at that place in San Francisco. That is thick cut bacon. Yeah. That's also. So, so, so it says we're on video. Use your finger to show the thickness of cut. <laughs> oh, that was a hell of a day fishing. Yeah. <laughs> Something like. Like Vogue, right? It's a Vogue this. cut. No, I like you're you're talking yeah. like the regular versus a little so like a thin, not like, not like a thin ones, slice. You don't have to like broil it or bake it. You could still cook it in a pan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah. I mean I think you want to finish it off in the oven. Or you maybe do yeah. it in the oven and then you finish it off in the pan to give it a little I'm a I'm a regular size bacon fan. I like my bacon crispy and it's tough like excuse me, even the millionaire's bacon, you have to like eat it with a knife and fork and it's soft on the plate. Mm. It's, it's very good. Um, but I like, yeah, I would rather eat if I, I, and I realize what you're going to say, thick cut, more bacon. I would rather eat, uh, more strips of thin bacon than one thick one. What do you think? I, I, I hear you. I enjoy bacon a lot. I think a thick – I like a thick-cut piece as like a treat every now and then. Mm-hmm. If that was the bacon I had everywhere, I think it would get kind of old. There's something too like getting some like gnarled, burnt witch's fingers brought to you on a plate to eat yeah. with your breakfast rather than or like – Or on a fast food burger, just that little hint of it. I just need that that thin, translucent layer of uh, of smoky pork fat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, there's something to that over – Something you have to knife and fork. That's, that's like the whole thing of bacon mm-hmm. is you can pick it up and eat it. Except for like Canadian bacon and the the uh, well the upcoming episode coming this week where we where we talk to James Callis about English breakfast. That's right. The way they do the way they do it where it's like little ham medallions almost because it's what is it back bacon? Uh, they belly, do back pork bacon. belly back bacon. Uh, uh, um, pork bell in you know, a belly bacon is what Americans have. Back bacon is what right. Chris I like I like that back bacon, but I also like a ham. I'll get like a ham steak with eggs. Like give me yeah. some ham. So, but I'll just get I just get ham. If I'm getting bacon, I like having those strips of bacon. Like that's yeah the whole thing of it. Yeah, look, I'm uh, I'm with you 100. percent There is something that is a special occasion about the other uh, about the other you know like the millionaire's bacon. But I don't mm-hmm. you know I don't want a thirty dollar plate of bacon every time I go out and eat. It's a lot of it's a lot of things that are terrible for me in that. <laughs> uh, and I can't just keep doing it. Well, there you go. Yeah. Had to get some bacon background. Yeah, that's that's bacon. Yeah, that's bacon. Thin it's, and crispy and it, it curls up. And only 10% of it isn't fat. Yeah, right? Yeah, I just want a little strip of lean edible meat through the middle. Yeah. And some people pick around the fat, not me. I eat it. Look, if you give me like a prime rib, I'll, I eat the whole thing. Oh, I can't eat the bone fat in there? prime rib. Yo, that's the best part. Yeah, I can't do it. Like, I was like, like John, John Candy, Candy in The Great Outdoors. Exactly. I'm John <laughs> There's Candy nothing the great... there but fat and gristle. <laughs> the kids always get uh, t-shirts because I'll eat dessert afterwards. Oh, my God. That's what I do. But it's thin but, bacon. But thin bacon, yeah. That's it's also thin bacon. You can wrap things. And bacon wrapped fill in the blank is. That's right. Yeah. Um, all right. We got time for one more. We're going to, we're going to 630, right? Yeah, yeah. sure. Right. But we, I'm going to share a recipe no real quick because because we're, we're live. We're getting stuff live from the right. YouTube channel. Oh, we're getting a recipe, especially for Mark. Oh, boy. So you can have a little variation on childhood memories. 
Okay. Uh, Nicole Horning says cheddar Hi, cheese. The cheddar cheese can in uh, your instant pot with noodles and one and a half cans of water makes the best mac and cheese. Add some okay. butter and a little shredded cheese at the end and mix. Cheddar cheese soup. Can of water, no can of water. A can and a half of water. Okay. And some noodles. Are you writing this down? Yeah, I'm writing it down. You add some butter nice. and a little shredded cheese at the end and mix. Okay. You know what you know what the first thing that's going on my shopping list for this is? Cheddar cheese soup. The Instapot. <laughs> oh, you don't have one? No. <laughs> my I have an air fryer and I love my this. air fryer. You got to look at you. this. Look at you behind fancy behind pants me. with a real kitchen aid. That you had one we... earlier. We saw it in your kitchen earlier. Yeah. Where's yours? Yeah. I don't you have, have one, Mark. Sure you, you do. do. It was right behind you. Yeah. Come on. What? Show your kitchen, everybody. Oh, right. Oh, you know what? I keep forgetting you guys. Hold on. Let me take this fake background down. Yeah. Yeah. See? Yeah, see? Oh, it's to your left. You can't see it. Yeah. It's it, Oh, it's in front of the rack. I can't see it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. All right. You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna go back to the Supreme Court. Hodgman? Uh, oh, wait. Oh, no. That's copywritten. I'm going to go to the Old West. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Um, one more. Right? One, more. one more. Let's come up with what the what a good ending for this show would be. Uh, <laughs> while I'm doing this, do you guys want to... <laughs> that's a great ending, Hal. That's a, that's a really... Want, that's it is a great ending. ending. It's a really is great one ending. Of the, is one of the lights blinking? Uh-huh. <laughs> What's your favorite kind of rock? Uh, uh, so, uh, while I'm looking this up, do you guys want to take that down? What? I can't. That, You're not that a fan of the, of, oh, so you don't like Sesame Street all of a sudden? It's your so favorite, horrifying. your pals Bert and Ernie are here. It's so horrifying. I don't want Oh, to wait, Mark, people are asking, because I have what? the comments up on the side. Will you, <laughs> will you go get your baby pan? <laughs> all right. Why do they want to see my baby pan? Hold on. People, because it's become a character in the show. <laughs> Look, people are asking. Go get your baby pan, Hal. I go get your smallest pan. pan. You must. What's I'll the smallest, smallest pan, pan you have? I'm going to get it. Let me go down the stairs. What's that? He's getting his smallest pan right now. We're going to compare what his smallest pan is. Well, that's not a baby pan. That's like a regular yeah, pan. It's a small. It's like a, yeah. It's like an egg pan. But not like a single egg. Yeah, that's there's no novelty joy. Right, wait, 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 no. Do you have a do you have a playing card, Hal? Here, I've got a uh, from your gambling days. Put a playing. Put a put a put a. I don't have an Altoid tin. I was going to say something that we both have that's the same size. An Altoid tin's about the size of a playing card. Yeah, it's about the size of a playing card. All right, so put the playing put the Altoid tin in your pan. Oh, in my pan. Oh, yeah, that you see what I'm I'm doing is for comparison's sake. Ready? Yeah. Okay. So this is, this takes up most of the pan. <laughs> you, you, can't, a, you can't make like an omelet in that, right? You don't make like tiny omelets. No, but you know what it's perfect for is uh, it's perfect for the tortillas that I get to make the eggs in that. Then it is the perfect round size and shape to go into the middle of the tortilla. Just why I use it. And so, then you put playing cards in it. <laughs> and then I put playing cards in it. No, I just wanted that for the uh for the sake of the size. You know, and like when I, like, like when they when they put a dollar bill next to uh, a, a footprint in an old western or in an old uh, detective yeah. movie. And you look like a character, a background character in Maverick with that facial hair. Yeah. I saw you play the other night. <laughs>
<laughs> you're good. I don't know if you're good oh, enough to beat me. You're good. One of my main memories of spending time with you in New York, Mark, was your endless quest to find an East Coast breakfast burrito that would somehow live up to your expectations. There, there were no good breakfast. I finally, weirdly enough, I finally found a good breakfast burrito in New York. And it was at the diner adjacent to my apartment on that same block. And you and I went everywhere. We found a place that was like real California breakfast burritos. And, and you're like, like no, it's it not. Like, this is it not it. It wasn't. It was like, uh, this has eggs and uh, pinto beans. I'm like, okay. And corn and chilies in it. And I'm like, hang on, guys. This is, you're just, you're basically just making a big mishmash southwestern black eyed pea salad omelet. That's not what, I was very upset. Anyway, <laughs> did we take one more? Are we taking one more? Are yeah. you ready for your, yeah. your last one? One more, one yeah. More, yeah. Okay, so I was trying in my brain. I was trying to get back. I was like, "What were we talking about?" Oh, right, we didn't have one. <laughs> so this is from Je- Jennifer Santangelo Reinhardt. Oh, that is an amazing nice. name. And it is Scott or Sherman. Okay, I mean, right now it's probably down to the point where, you, where the answer is your hand. But I have oh. a favorite. What's your favorite? How? Well, I, I'm curious. Do you? I'm I'm very like brand loyal. If we've learned nothing over the last five years and if you've learned nothing over the last almost 20. Yeah. Uh, but like you are brand loyal in some things, I think, and other things you're mm-hmm. not. Is toilet paper one of those where you'll just get like whatever, like you don't really care? Yeah, I'll frequently get whatever. But I think in this one, there's we can find there's actually going to be a scientific answer, I bet. Really? What science are you basing this on? Well, I mean, like there's going to be not a scientific, maybe an objective answer. Um, but I wanted to hear what's, what's your brand loyalty to? I, I'm a, a Charmin guy. Okay. And the reason why is one of my best friends in the world, Jesse, growing up, if I would go to his house to sleep over, they mm-hmm. had like the greatest toilet paper in the world. And it was soft Charmin. It was like, like whatever crap we used at our house. Yeah. You and I are, like, you and I are roughly the same age. And I remember as a kid, I think that particular version of Charmin had just come out. Yes. It was a big deal. And everybody was like, oh, my butt feels crazy great. It's so good. Um, It's so good. It's very good. I think quality-wise, you can't compete. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I I don't think you can compare the two. I think the differences we're going to have to look at are outside of the quality of the toilet paper itself and Mm -hmm. at some of the other ancillary things like the thing about Scott is it is one ply. It is not plush at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can put a mile of it on a roll, which is good if you don't have a lot of storage space for the big plush uh, Charmin. But also uh-huh. in a public restroom, it's not going to be empty as often. Yeah, uh, but do you think Burger King cares what you're wiping your butt with? No, but if Burger King used Charmin... Uh, do you think that they would care that they ran that the roll ran out every twenty minutes and they had to go replace it? Eventually, they're just going to stop replacing it. Or maybe that's <laughs> just maybe maybe hand. maybe which toilet paper just because somehow devolved into me being cynical about fast food restaurants standards of hygiene during a coronavirus. That yeah. said, um, I think Charmin is the superior toilet paper. I'm just trying to I'm trying to objectively look at like I know. Just the other day, uh, I had a friend who was looking for specifically 
Scott toilet paper because it's a lot uh, safer for old houses. If you live in an old house. Oh, because the uh, plumbing? Because the plumbing. Like, back up. Yeah, that Charmin is, I mean, you know, that's halfway from Scott to Terry cloth. So that could clog up a, <laughs> that could clog up a toilet. That said, I mean, quality wise, halfway from Scott to Terry cloth is a pretty good place to be. If, if you use too much of any toilet paper, you can, yeah. you can flush it. Now, based on like how much you're pawing off the roll, mm-hmm. certainly you charm because it's thicker. It, you run a higher risk, but also you shouldn't need that much. And if you do get wet wipes. I don't want to get too much into it. I know they're yeah. like wiping. People have asked about wiping and you don't want to talk about it. So I don't like talk talking about, it. yeah, I don't like, I don't, we don't have to get into it, but suffice it to say, if you, <laughs> if you have to use enough that you're choking your toilet, yeah. then there are other problems present there that you can deal with. In- well, no, I'm saying like, if you have a, if you have a place that in like just a standard, whatever a standard amount is, will still clog up pipes. Like, like that was why specifically why she needed to get that Scott version. Like if you have a septic Absolutely. system as opposed yeah, to exactly. A, yeah. Scott used to have as as uh as somebody was pointing out in the comments, uh Dennis LaChapelle was pointing out that they used to have different colors of Scott, so you get like a light blue, a yellow, a pink. You could match it to your powder room or your oh, bathroom. Yeah. My grandmother uh, used to match it. Uh we used to we used to have pink toilet paper in my grandmother's bathroom. And uh, as Shelly has pointed out, the Charmin bears are creepy because really, like, this is some magical forest where all bears want to do is go to the bathroom and wipe. Like, that is their entire they That's their, I want to be like you. go to the bathroom and they wipe. Wappy doopy doo wop. I want to wipe like you, just like you do. Are you monitoring the, the comments now, Hal? I well, I have them up on the side, so I see okay. people talking. Yeah, because I, I want to make sure see, that you just see you guys both things as we're doing this. <laughs> but but I, look, in terms of qual, we're really looking for the quality, the overall yeah. experience of use, and uh, that's Charmin. And Charmin also Charmin. makes the best porta potties I've ever been in. Have you ever seen those? No, like they, dude. Charmin Where did you experience has come up that. With these- they do them at festivals. They were doing them in, I did it one in LA and one in New York. So I know they have them on both coasts, uh, but like uh, music festivals or, you know, food fairs or like smorgasburg or any of those, like where you need Porta Johns, they've got this thing. It's like they bring it in on an 18 wheeler and it's like a bunch of stalls in a row. They're mm-hmm. all, they're all uh Charmin branded. They've all got like wood paneling and flowers and like they spray, uh, you know, Febreze on you when you go it. Like they're all just, it's just the fanciest, uh, the fanciest portageons I've ever been in. So for that reason alone, I've never seen Scott do that. Although I have thrown toilet paper at a film screen during Rocky Horror when they say great Scott. And, and you can't yeah, do that you, with Charmin. His not, his name's not Dr. No. Charmin. You wouldn't want to. You'd be ruining. Yeah. Charmin. Very good point. Scott, you could throw now, like you get whatever it's any port in a storm, but when this clears, <laughs> And we, I got lucky. I ordered Charmin like right before stuff was really gone. I ordered a bunch of stuff from Target. I have not like seen it stuff. gone. That's the thing. Well, I've I haven't gone. I'm, I'm trying to avoid going to stores, so I've had it shipped. Oh, it's been gone it from, from Amazon forever. Yeah, gone from Amazon. I've not seen it in a store either, and I've been there early in the morning mm-hmm. to shop. But I got lucky. It was like the last transport out before the ion cannons. You know, we're firing at the start at the oh uh, the superstar destroyers. Like, uh, it, it, 
very lucky to have it. I'm glad it's Charmin. I would have yeah. taken anything, but like I am a comfort person, so I, it's it's definitely Charmin. Well, you're my comfort person, Hal, and Aww. that one is asked and answered, and that wraps it up for yes. uh, for this uh, this live edition. Thank you for joining us. Only leaves us to say these uh, these topics are all closed. There are yes. many more topics to discuss, so please reach out to us on Twitter. Check out the Maximum Fun subreddit, or you can send us an email. We got this podcast at gmail.com or go to our Facebook group. Uh, we're going to download, or Ken will download the original video, Wait. and he'll download this one and edit it together. We'll we'll put them up there for you. I think we're going to put these out as episodes as well, Ken. Right? We're keeping them for a rainy day. At one That's point, right. they may go up, but don't miss them as they go out live because we haven't determined yet what is, what is going to happen with these. So watch That's them right. live if you can. If we do them, uh, when I realized that the it, video was yeah. going to go out, I was like, "Well, there needs to be more Dollywood." <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you all for joining us. We're glad that you're staying safe. That you spent some time with us. Uh, we will do this again. If you enjoyed it, tweet at us mm-hmm. and uh, tell us on Facebook. Let us know that you're watching, that you would watch again. If there's a better time that works, feel free to throw out some times and we'll figure out something that's flexible uh, for us as well. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, who organized all this and is the reason why we're doing it. Amen. uh, Outside of all of you, of course. Thank you to to researcher Kate McManus, QA engineer Jen Alba, and graphic designer Uri Kelman. And thanks, of course, to our musicians, Jonathan Dianerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, people of the world for taking our minds off of all of the craziness for a little while and letting us just have some fun with what we all as people of the world do best, which is gently arguing. Uh, so <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for how Loveland. I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi. I'm how Loveland. And don't worry, everybody. We got, we this. got this. We got this. And Mark, you have a request. Yeah. yeah. Someone Before wants to know, your breakfast burrito recipe how you prepare it when i make it at home when you make it at home okay here's how i do it when i make it at home i'll give you the full run through this is the coda i wake up in the morning i go straight to the kitchen and i put the bacon in the toaster oven because it takes 20 minutes then shower get ready do all the stuff i got to get done that's like 15 minutes i'm ready to go back in the kitchen i put a tortilla I don't make a burrito in the morning. I make more of just like a soft taco, but throw a tortilla with some shredded cheese on a pan on low on the back of the stove, grab this little guy or the slightly larger one, put a little bit of butter in it, crack an egg in, take the bottom of the shell, tap the yolk. So the yolk breaks, then the egg doesn't have like two separate parts. It all kind of becomes marbled together. By then the bacon's usually done and the tortilla with the cheese on top is done. If I have an extra 90 seconds, I'll grab an avocado, scoop some of it out, lay it onto the tortilla. And the whole process, aside from the 20 minutes cooked the bacon, I think I've gotten it down to about four and a half minutes. I can be from leaving the bathroom to eating a breakfast burrito or a breakfast uh, wrap in about five minutes. And that is my challenge to you is sometime in the near future, time trial, film it. From your walk to the bath, from the bath. Well, make sure you make sure you're, you're dressed. To do stuff like this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll have a, a little clock running on the bottom of the screen. By the way, I should say turkey bacon is what takes twenty minutes in the. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Thin cut, thin regular. I don't think they make thick cut turkey bacon. Look, you're just. <laughs> it's already yeah, it, pretending. It's called turkey breast. <laughs> yeah. It's the whole turkey yeah. breast. Anyway, oh. there you go. There's your All recipe. Right. We will see you soon. Thanks, Take everybody. Care, everybody. MaximumFun.org 
comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.